0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 135 of Be With Me. Today, we're going to talk about something that's actually pretty darn confusing, and it's at Paul is landing his plane, if you will, back in Jerusalem. This is the very, very end of the third missionary journey, and it's before the fourth missionary journey where he goes off to Rome. So this is that in-between time. This is from Acts chapter 21, Verse 17, first sentence is happy, and then it gets confusing after that. Here's the first sentence. Verse 17, 21, 17, when we had come to Jerusalem, the brothers received us gladly. All right, so far, so good. Verse 18, on the following day, Paul went in with us to James, that guy's the brother of Jesus, and he's an apostle and a pillar of the church and then this other class of people that's mentioned now, and all the elders were present. And after greeting them, he related, Paul related, one by one, the things that God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. And when they heard it, they glorified God. And they said to him, you see, brother, how many thousands there are among the Jews of those who have believed. So we're talking about the mixture, if you will, of Jewish believers and uh, Gentile believers, and we're talking about the complexity of joining those two people groups, which have been separated spiritually forever, uh, joining them into the new body of Christ. So then the elders tell us just a little bit about the Jewish half of that group, and they say, verse 20, They are all zealous for the law, which is not a bad thing, but of course you want to be zealous for the Lord of the law more so. Verse 21, And they have been told about you, that you teach all the Jews who are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, telling them not to circumcise their children or walk according to our custom. So they're describing, the Jewish elders are describing a partially true, but also a misperception of Paul's position on Old Testament rites and rituals. Remember, he is the one that had Timothy circumcised in chapter 16 as they were going to enter uh, Jewish areas. So then they come up with a solution. What then is to be done? They will certainly hear that you have come. Do therefore what we tell you. This is the elders telling Paul. We have four men who are under a vow. Take these men and purify yourself along with them and pay their expenses so that they may shave their heads. That wraps up the vow. I'll talk about that in a second. Thus, all will know that there is nothing in what they have been told about you, but that you yourself also live in observance of the law. Which I think Paul does not do, at least by what they def- define this as. So the vow they're talking about comes from Numbers chapter six. It's a whole chapter about what what being a Nazarite uh, vow person is all about. Now, uh, my first thought was I thought Nazareth meant from Nazareth. It's not. It's a it's a process that people go through. Civilians, not the not the. Uh, The priest, it's a process that civilians go through that is complicated, confusing, public, uh, time-consuming, involving diet, haircuts, uh, lots of money, uh, sacrifice, location, appearance. Basically what it is, it's man's attempt. It's God's process. So God invented this. This isn't a man thing. God invented this. Old Testament-wise, to make men holy so that they could come before the Lord. So it separates people unto the Lord. And it involved at the end of it, after a good bit of time, 30 days often, uh, gifts which included a lamb and a ewe lamb and a ram And bread loaves and bread wafers. And then finally, actually like a sacrifice of your own hair. So the idea is there's a burnt offering. There's a sin offering. Because people are sinful. There's peace with God, which is necessary. It only comes through death and sacrifice. And so that's why all these lambs and rams are involved. And it is if you read it, it's actually, I was frustrated by the sacrificial process. It just emphasizes the inadequacy, the shadow of the sacrificial process, when now, at the time of this writing, there is the real thing. What's the real thing? It's the Lord. It's Jesus. And if all this stuff still works... Uh, sacrifice and sacrificing lambs, then Jesus dies for nothing. It's actually like a repudiation, a rejection of all that Jesus has done. If we have to go back to this, and we basically are saying, hey, Jesus just can't do it. If we have to put all these resources and attention attention for this temporary, inadequate, frustrating thing, it really says that, that uh, either Jesus didn't do it, but in my mind, what it does is it points us to a savior, the one who by faith and by his works and his perfect sacrifice. So it it is asking this huge question is, what will you do about your sin? Are we gonna get back on the hamster wheel of continual inadequate temporary sacrifices, or are we gonna get on the, the freight train of Jesus where our sins are crushed? Now, the answer here is like, why would my big question is, why would pa, Paul allow this? Either Paul was theologically has made a wrong decision and was wrong to join these people and pay their considerable expenses to kind of finish this vow up, or he was uh, recommending a doctrine that was going to go on forever. And we don't follow it today, so I don't think that's even a, a possibility. None of us are taking Nazarite vows. Today, or this was a one-time alignment, sort of a situational thing, where he is allowing himself to be associated with the Jewish group to sort of make a harmonious uh, juncture of the Jewish believers and the Gentile believers, kind of like he did with Tim Timothy's uh, circumcision. I do not think that Paul ended up living in observance of the law, quote unquote. Uh, because Paul is under a new law. And the point is, is what, what law are we going to be zealous for? Are we going to be zealous for the Old Testament law, or are we going to be zealous for the Lord of the Old Testament law? And I think, what is our relationship as New Testament believers with the Old Testament law? I think that is what Paul is addressing by allowing himself an association. I'll see you tomorrow.